Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the whole of Scripture every year. We follow the weekly Torah portions, and we include portions from the rest of Scripture daily as well. I'm Johanna, your reader today. Today I am reading for Shabbat, this week's Shabbat portion. Uh, we always try to post it ahead of time since we don't uh, upload on Shabbat. This Shabbat will be the 15th of April, the 24th of Nisan, the day in history when Messiah appeared to the disciples and to Toma. This is a possible date for John 20, 24 through 29. After eight days, his disciples were again inside, and Toma with them. Yeshua came, the doors having been shut, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Also the day when Daniel the prophet saw a vision by the river Tigris, Daniel 10, 4 and following, on the 24th day of the first month, while I was by the bank of the great river, that is the Tigris. And now we'll be reading from the Torah portion called Shemini, which means eighth. And I'll be starting with Leviticus 9.24 through 11.47. It is a longer uh, passage of scripture since um, there were special Passover readings up until yesterday. And we just started our Shemini, the Torah portion called Shemini readings here on Friday and Shabbat. So it's a longer portion in order to include that whole portion before this Shabbat. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank him for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God. King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Fire came out from before the Lord and consumed the burnt offering and the fat upon the altar. When all the people saw it, they shouted and fell on their faces. Now Nadav and Avihu, the sons of Aaron, each took his censer and put fire in it, and laid incense on it, and offered strange fire before the Lord, which came out from before the Lord and devoured them, and they died before the Lord. Then Moshe said to Aaron, This is what the Lord spoke of, saying, I will show myself holy to those who come near me, and before all the people, I will be glorified. So Aaron therefore held his peace. Moshe called Mishael and Elzaphan, the sons of Uziel, the uncle of Aaron, and said to them, Draw near, carry out your brothers from before the sanctuary out of the camp. So they came near and carried them in their tunics out of the camp, as Moshe had said. Moshe said to Aaron and to Elazar and to Itamar, his sons, Do not let the hair of your heads go loose, and do not tear your clothes, so that you do not die, and so that he will not be angry with all the congregation. But let your brothers, the whole house of Israel, bewail the burning which the Lord has kindled. You shall not go out from the door of the tent of meeting, lest you die, 
for the anointing oil of the Lord is on you. They did according to the word of Moshe. Then the Lord said to Aharon, You and your sons are not to drink wine or strong drink whenever you go into the tent of meeting, or you will die. This shall be a statute forever throughout your generations. You are to make a distinction between the holy and the common, and between the unclean and the clean. You are to teach the sons of Israel all the statutes which the Lord has spoken to them by Moshe. Moshe spoke to Aaron and to Elazar and to Itamar, his sons who were left. Take the grain offering that remains of the offerings of the Lord made by fire, and eat it without chametz beside the altar, for it is most holy, and you shall eat it in a holy place, because it is your portion and your son's portion of the offerings of the Lord made by fire. For so I am commanded. The waved breast and the heaved thigh you shall eat in a clean place, you and your sons and your daughters with you, for they are given as your portion and your son's portion out of the sacrifices of the peace offerings of the sons of Israel. The heaved thigh and the waved breast they shall bring with the offerings made by fire of the fat to wave it for a contribution before the Lord. It shall be yours and your sons with you as a portion forever, as the Lord has commanded. Moshe diligently inquired about the goat of the sin offering, and behold, it was burned. He was angry with Elazar and with Itamar, the sons of Aaron who were left, saying, Why have you not eaten the sin offering in the place of the sanctuary, since it is most holy? And he has given it to you to bear the iniquity of the congregation, to make atonement for them before the Lord. Behold, its blood was not brought into the inner part of the sanctuary. You certainly should have eaten it in the sanctuary as I commanded. And Aaron spoke to Moshe, Behold, today they have offered their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord, and such things as these have happened to me. If I had eaten the sin offering today, would it have been pleasing in the sight of the Lord? When Moshe heard that, it was pleasing in his sight. And the Lord spoke to Moshe and to Aharon, saying to them, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, These are the living things which you may eat among all the animals that are on the earth. Whatever parts the hoof and is cloven-footed, and chews the cud among the animals, that you may eat. Nevertheless, these you shall not eat of those that chew the cud, or of those who part the hoof. The camel, because it chews the cud but does not have a parted hoof, is unclean to you. And the coney, because it chews the cud but does not have a parted hoof, is unclean to you. And the hare, because it chews the cud but does not have a parted hoof, is unclean to you. And the pig, because it has a split hoof and is cloven-footed, but does not chew the cud, is unclean to you. You shall not eat their meat. You shall not touch their carcasses. They are unclean to you. 
These you may eat of all that are in the waters. Whatever has fins and scales in the waters, in the seas, and in the rivers, that you may eat. All that do not have fins and scales in the seas and rivers, all that move in the waters, and all the living creatures that are in the waters, they are an abomination to you, and you shall detest them. You shall not eat of their meat, and you shall detest their carcasses. Whatever has no fins nor scales in the waters is an abomination to you. You shall detest these among the birds. They shall not be eaten, because they are an abomination. The eagle, the vulture, the black vulture, the red kite, any kind of black kite, any kind of raven, the horned owl, the screech owl, the gull, any kind of hawk, the little owl, the cormorant, the great owl, the white owl, the desert owl, the osprey, the stork, any kind of heron, the hoopoe, and the bat. All flying insects that walk on all fours are an abomination to you. Yet you may eat these. Of all winged creeping things that go on all fours, which have long jointed legs for hopping on the earth, even of these you may eat. Any kind of locust, any kind of catydid, any kind of cricket, any kind of grasshopper. But all winged creeping things which have four feet are an abomination to you. By these you will become unclean. Whoever touches their carcass shall be unclean until the evening. Whoever carries any part of their carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. Every animal which has a split hoof that is not completely divided or does not chew the cud is unclean to you. Everyone who touches them shall be unclean. And whatever goes on its paws among all animals that go on all fours, they are unclean to you. Whoever touches their carcass shall be unclean until the evening. And he who carries their carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. They are unclean to you. These are they which are unclean to you among the creeping things that creep on the earth, the weasel, the rat, any kind of great lizard, the gecko and the monitor lizard, the wall lizard, the skink, and the chameleon. These are they which are unclean to you among all that creep. Whoever touches them when they are dead shall be unclean until the evening. Anything they fall on when they are dead shall be unclean, whether it is any vessel of wood or clothing or skin or sack. Whatever vessel it is with which any work is done, it must be put into the water, and it shall be unclean until the evening. Then it will be clean. Every earthen vessel into which any of them falls, and all that is in it shall be unclean. You shall break it. All food which may be eaten, which is soaked in water, shall be unclean. All drink that may be drunk in every such vessel shall be unclean. Everything whereupon part of their carcass falls shall be unclean. Whether oven or range for pots, it shall be broken in pieces. 
they are unclean and shall be unclean to you. Nevertheless, a spring or a cistern in which water is gathered shall be clean, but that which touches their carcass shall be unclean. If part of their carcass falls on any sowing seed, which is to be sown, it is clean. But if water is put on the seed, and part of their carcass falls on it, it is unclean to you. If any animal of which you may eat dies, he who touches its carcass shall be unclean until the evening. He who eats of its carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. He also who carries its carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. Every creeping thing that creeps on the earth is an abomination. It shall not be eaten. Whatever goes on its belly and whatever goes on all fours, or whatever has many feet, even all creeping things that creep on the earth, them you shall not eat, for they are an abomination. You shall not make yourselves abominable with any creeping thing that creeps. You shall not make yourselves unclean with them, that you should be defiled by them. For I am the Lord your God. Sanctify yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I am holy. You shall not defile yourselves with any kind of creeping thing that moves on the earth. For I am the Lord who brought you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. You shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. This is the Torah of the animal and of the bird and of every living creature that moves in the waters and of every creature that creeps on the earth to make a distinction between the unclean and the clean and between the living thing that may be eaten and the living thing that may not be eaten. That was Leviticus or Vaikra 9.24 through 11.47. This week's Haftarah portion is 2 Samuel 6, 1 through 7, 17. Now David gathered all the chosen men of Israel, 30,000. David arose and went with all the people who were with him from Baale Yehuda to bring up from there the Ark of God, which is called by the name even the name of the Lord of hosts, who sits above the Keruvim. They set the ark of God on a new cart and brought it out of the house of Avinadav that was on the hill. And Uzzah and Achio, the sons of Avinadav, drove the new cart. And they brought it out of the house of Avinadav, which was in the hill, with the ark of God. And Achio went before the ark. David and all the house of Israel played before the Lord with all kinds of instruments, made of cypress wood, with harps, with stringed instruments, with tambourines, with castanets, and with cymbals. When they came to the threshing floor of Nakon, Uzzah reached for the ark of God and took hold of it, for the cattle stumbled, and the anger of the Lord burned against Uzzah, and God struck him there for his error, and he died there by the ark of God. And David was displeased, because the Lord had broken out against Uzzah, 
and he called that place Peretz Uzzah to this day. And David was afraid of the Lord that day, and he said, How could the ark of the Lord come to me? So David would not move the ark of the Lord to be with him in the city of David. But David carried it aside into the house of Oved-Edom, the Gittite. And the ark of the Lord remained in the house of Oved-Edom, the Gittite, three months. And the Lord blessed Oved-Edom and all his house. King David was told, The Lord has blessed the house of Oved-Edom and all that belongs to him because of the ark of God. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Oved-Edom into the city of David with joy. When those who bore the ark of the Lord had gone six paces, he sacrificed an ox and a fattened calf, and David danced before the Lord with all his might. And David was clothed in a linen ephod. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the shofar. Then it happened, as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, that Michal, the daughter of Shaul, looked out through the window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. And they brought in the ark of the Lord and set it in its place, in the middle of the tent that David had pitched for it. And David burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. And when David had finished offering the burnt offering and the peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord of hosts. And he gave to all the people, even among the whole multitude of Israel, both to men and women, to everyone a portion of bread, dates, and raisins. So all the people departed, each to his own house. Then David returned to bless his household. Michal, the daughter of Shaul, came out to meet David and said, How glorious the king of Israel was today, who uncovered himself today in the eyes of his servants' maids, as one of the vain fellows shamelessly uncovers himself. So David said to Michal, It was before the Lord, who chose me above your father and above all his house, to appoint me prince over the people of the Lord, over Israel. Therefore, I will celebrate before the Lord. I will be yet more vile than this, and will be worthless in my own sight. But the maids of whom you have spoken will honor me. And Michal, the daughter of Shaul, had no child to the day of her death. And it came to pass, when the king lived in his house, and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies all around, that the king said to Nathan the prophet, See now, I dwell in a house of cedar, but the ark of God dwells within curtains. Nathan said to the king, Go, do all that is in your heart, for the Lord is with you. But that same night, the word of the Lord came to Nathan, saying, Go and tell my servant David, This is what the Lord says. Should you build me a house for me to dwell in? For I have not lived in a house since the day that I brought the sons of Israel up out of Egypt, even to this day, but have moved around in a tent and in a tabernacle. 
In all places in which I have walked with all the sons of Israel, did I say a word to any of the tribes of Israel, whom I commanded to be shepherd of my people Israel, saying, Why have you not built me a house of cedar? Now, therefore, tell my servant David, This is what the Lord of hosts says. I took you from the pasture, from following the sheep, to be prince over my people, over Israel. I have been with you wherever you went, and have cut off all your enemies from before you. I will make you a great name, like the name of the great ones who are in the earth. I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and will plant them, that they may dwell in their own place and be moved no more. And the children of wickedness will not afflict them any more as in early times. And as from the day that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel, I will cause you to rest from all your enemies. Moreover, the Lord tells you that the Lord will make you a house. When your days are fulfilled and you sleep with your fathers, I will set up your offspring after you who will proceed out of your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He will build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father, and he will be my son. If he commits iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men and with the stripes of the children of men. But my loving kindness will not depart from him, as I took it from Shaul, whom I put away before you. Your house and your kingdom will be made sure forever before you. Your throne will be established forever. Nathan spoke to David all these words and according to all this vision. That was Second Samuel 6, 1 through seven seventeen. Our final portion for this Shabbat is Hebrews 7, 11 through 28. Now, if perfection was through the Levitical priesthood, for under it the people have received the Torah, what further need was there for another Kohen to arise after the order of Malkitzedek and not be called after the order of Aaron? For the priesthood being changed, there is of necessity a change made also in the Torah. For he of whom these things are said belongs to another tribe, from which no one has officiated at the altar. For it is evident that our Lord has sprung out of Yehuda, about which tribe Moshe spoke nothing concerning priesthood. And this is yet more abundantly evident, if after the likeness of Malkitzedek there arises another Kohen, who has been made not after the Torah of a fleshly commandment, but after the power of an endless life. For it is testified, You are a Kohen forever, according to the order of Malkitzedek. For there is an annulling of a foregoing commandment because of its weakness and uselessness. For the Torah made nothing perfect, and a bringing in of a better hope through which we draw near to God. And inasmuch as he was not made Kohen without the taking of an oath, for they indeed have been made Kohanim without an oath, but he with an oath by him that says of him, The Lord has sworn, 
and will not change his mind. You are a Kohen forever, according to the order of Malkitzedek. By so much, Yeshua has become the guarantee of a better covenant. Also, there were many Kohanim, because they were hindered from continuing by death. But he, because he continues forever, has an unchangeable priesthood. Therefore, he is also able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him, seeing that he lives forever to make intercession for them. For such a Kohen Gadol was fitting for us, holy, guiltless, undefiled, separated from sinners, and made higher than the heavens, who does not need, like the Kohanim Gdolim, to offer up sacrifices daily, first for his own sins, and then for the sins of the people. For he did this once and for all, when he offered up himself. For the Torah appoints men as Kohanim Gdolim, who have weakness, But the word of the oath which came after the Torah appoints a son forever who has been perfected. That was Hebrews 7, 11 through 28. And it concludes our readings for this episode. May you have a blessed Shabbat. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shabbat Shalom from Israel.